Hey there, NFT curious listener. Welcome to another special episode of Edge of NFT. You may or may not have found out we are doing Twitter spaces with the NFTLA Twitter account in collaboration with Howl Labs, our partner in promoting NFTLA. And we've had some incredible guests, incredible sessions. We're attracting hundreds of live listeners and it's really been going great. So we wanted to share a couple of those Twitter spaces with you. This episode will feature one of them. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Edge of NFT with your hosts, Jeff Kelly, Ethan Janney, and Josh Krieger. The podcast that brings you the top 1% of NFTs today and what will stand the test of time. We explore the nuts and bolts and the business side, and also the human element of how NFTs are changing the way we interact with the things we love. This podcast is for the dreamers, disruptors, and doers who are pumped about this ecosystem and driving where it goes next. All right, welcome everyone to another session of NFTLA Twitter Spaces. Today, as usual, um, Accompanied by Ben and Zach. Ben, how you doing? You didn't say my Twitter handle this time, but I, I the NFTs. <laughs> you can call me Ben. Uh, hey everybody, it's good to be back. Um, excited to have another amazing Thursday with y'all. Before we head off um, for my favorite time of year, uh, for those of us celebrating Christmas, other people celebrating Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and whatever else you might be celebrating. Um, and if you're just celebrating the new year, that's cool too, but we're really excited to have uh, these guests with us talking about these past, uh, this past year and, and where we're heading for the future. So it's exciting stuff. Definitely. How about you, Zach? How are you doing today? Oh, I see uh, Mr. Mr. you in the audience. Uh, Danny, if you want to pop him up. I know he's got a limited window that he may or may not be able to speak, but uh, appreciate you showing up, Tom. Anyway, right. I interrupted you. Sorry. Go ahead, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Sack, how are you doing today? GM, yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks, Danny. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of reiterate what Ben said. This is a fun time of year. I can't believe it's already Thursday again, but yeah, I'm also looking forward to overeating over the next few days and coming into 2023 a little bit fat. Oh, yeah, you're my kind of guy. <laughs> All right, and of course, with this with this guest, we also have amazing. I mean, with this panel, we have amazing guests, and so let's start by introducing Chris Abelin, co-founder and creative director at BHS. You might actually know them as the creators of Setrun. How are you doing, Chris? Hello, love. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Excited to uh, to talk talk shop with everybody here. Some exciting guests and. Uh... Yeah, I'm excited for this year and the end of the year, and I'm super excited for the next year. It's the reason for the season. I was just watching some races where the horses have their Santa hats on, so that was... Oh, uh, there you go. It's been a lot of fun seeing the skins, man. Yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, small small details like that. Uh, I mean, you know it from all our favorite Web2 games. You know, you only got to look at what they do in games like Fortnite and and things like Call of Duty or whatever it is you play to, uh, to be inspired to do uh, similarly with the games that we make. Absolutely. And we have other, we have two other, you know, legends in the room uh, that are working yes. on that, that impact theory and Mary mods and Kaizen. Uh, they've got a bunch under their roster, but, uh, and then uh, of course, Hey, look who made it up on stage. The man, the myth, the legend himself, Tom Billu. Hey Tom. So uh, Shay, yeah. Why don't you go, <laughs> let, let's do this. Cause I, I went out of sequence. I caught me off guard a little bit. Shay, why don't you say a little bit about yourself and what you're doing? 
uh, followed by Dave and then Tom, of course, will We'll end with you, and then we'll get right into well, it. Well, and hopefully Tom will be able to. Of course, it's that that time of year. Family is in town, so hopefully he'll be able to pop in. But I appreciate that he's here at all because I know he is with his family right now. So that being said, I am Shay, and I work, of course, in you know partnerships and community at Impact Theory. It's an amazingly fun job, and I'm so excited to talk about what we've done this past year. As you said, we've got a lot in our just umbrella of wonderful NFT projects and, you know, web two, web three, the whole shebang. And we have a lot to celebrate. And I'm also excited to forecast how I feel like the next year is going to go and celebrate what's coming because, you know, I love everything that we're doing over here at Impact Theory and it's, it's only going to get bigger and better. Love it. Dave, what about? Yeah, awesome. I'm happy to hop in. So I'm Dave, Director of Community here at Impact Theory. Uh, super stoked uh, to be on the on the spaces today. So I'm actually in Australia. So it's actually Christmas Eve Eve here. We're a day ahead. So uh, even more excited for the holiday season. Um, and yeah, really looking forward to reflecting on what a crazy year it's been for the space. Um, you know, big bear market. But uh, that's when builders get their heads down, bums up and uh, work hard. And, and super excited for what we've got ahead uh, for next year as well. So can't wait to, to dig into it with you all. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so uh, we should host a New Year's space and you can tell us what the future looks like before we get there. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sharing any lottery numbers though. Uh, dang. If, if only it works that way, huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Dan, you want to go ahead and kick us off? Tom, I don't know if you're going to be able to speak. Uh, you can chime in if you want. Otherwise, we're going to just get run. Oh, there you go. What's up, brother? Just Yeah, just a quick hello. I'm here in the middle of a, a family get-together, so I, I will mostly be on mute, but super stoked that you guys put this together, and what's up, everybody? Love this kind of stuff, and uh, yeah, between uh, the people that we've got here representing Impact Theory uh, with Shay and Dave, I think you guys are in good hands, but I am here listening, so much love. Legendary keys represent some legendary people. Um, awesome, yeah. Uh, so, Danny, let's 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 get into it. Let's get into it. All right, let's start by highlighting a couple of the things, amazing things that our guests here have been building during this year. Anything you guys would like to highlight uh, of twenty twenty two? Let's start with Dave. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, it's a holiday uh, time of year, and we've been. You know, really kicking some goals this year with our Merry Mods project. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Impact Theory is the company. Uh, and we've got a few different NFT projects kind of under the Impact Theory umbrella, including the Founders Key, which is kind of the key to our whole ecosystem. Uh, and then we've got uh, several IP-based franchises that were in development, one of which is Merry Mods. And um, so kind of a holiday seasonal project. And that's all about experiential storytelling. So uh, using NFTs to, to really access those stories and, and build kind of a world around that. So this year, we've been doing some super cool things. Uh, coming up on Christmas Eve, we're actually releasing uh, our first animated short, which we're super excited about. It's a, a six-minute-long uh, animated short about our hero of the story, uh, a fragile snow, snowman called Snowbow who's looking to conquer his fears. So definitely keep an eye out for that uh, being released on Christmas Eve. Um, but alongside that, you know, we're really, really excited about uh, the utility that NFTs bring. Um, and we we're, we're really view this as a, as a way of unlocking cool experiences for our community. So we've had a few different holiday uh, things that you can do with uh, a Merry Mods NFT, including uh, online kind of Easter egg hunt Christmas uh, type games. Uh, we've also had a digital advent calendar uh, specifically for our N NFT holders. 
Um, we've also introduced our first Merry Modmas party this year. So, you know, bridging digital and in real life. Uh, so Merry Mod holders got uh, got their tickets free for that party. And unfortunately, I couldn't make it. But uh, Shay and Tom were there and said it was absolutely wild. Um, a great opportunity for, for a lot of people that have made amazing friendships in our community digitally to actually come together and, you know, meet in real life, some for the first time. Uh, some uh, getting together for a few times. I, I see some familiar faces like Darius and uh, Gigi in the audience uh, who we've met a few times over. So, yeah, super excited um, about what, what we're doing in this Merry Mod space. Um, so definitely check it out uh, in the Impact One thing Discord. I'll, I'll chime in with on that as well, Dave, is we look at NFTs as what we call signaling molecules. And so we've created this experience, a burn and trade experience with um, every year you'll be able to decorate. So it's a 3D decoration tool basically that lets you take one of our characters from Mary Mods, which is a Christmas tree, uh, who's a cross between Mark, a tree right? and a dog, exactly. <laughs> and so you'll be able to decorate that every year. And then every year there will be an, the following year, there'll be an experience where you go through an interactive um, event we'll call it and you can take the trees that you've decorated and burn some number of them this year it was three to get something else this year it was the nft of our villain krampus and but it's you actually go in and make decisions and it's in the story world and that's the you know the thing that make that makes the blockchain so interesting is that you can create moments that have consequences and i think that's going to be a really big part of what makes NFTs and the blockchain, a true new form of entertainment is that, you know, if you were a kid in my era growing up, you had choose your own adventure books, but it was like, you could skip ahead and you could check the endings that you wanted. And so there was no real consequence. Whereas now, you know, if, if you burn your barks, they're gone forever. And it's the only way to get a Krampus. And so doing things like that, that, you know, in, in the story world, at least you're having to choose you know, hopefully you decorated these with your loved ones and then you have to choose whether you're going to burn those in exchange for something or whether you're going to keep those because they're meaningful mementos, but you do have to choose. And so that's a, a big part of the fun for and us. And I want to hop in and actually say that I was going to piggyback off Dave about the same thing for Bart. My kids and I just sat down to decorate our Barks for this year and i have a very emotional attachment to the two barks that i created last year and i'm not gonna lie i did those on my own for the full-on experience shared it with my kids this year um but i had a tree very unique to our community we had an inside joke with uh, melons for those of us that know in the the space here melon minds and our our melon heads here but we i decorated it specific to the community so it's like a you know a good cornerstone pillar experience for me to decorate this tree that i can share my emotion and the uh, last year on there so to think about burning that was really a hard decision for me and i haven't actually burned it because i love my barks and then this year with my kids my children are going to be devastated if i burn their bark so i can't and they're beautiful and it was an experience getting to show them you know what bark was as a character in our ip and or who he is and then go through the process of actually minting so my children hit that mint button you know and part of this experience is getting to teach them what the blockchain is and how this form of entertainment can actually hop through our screens and into our children's lives too because you know that's part of the future as well but then going through the burn experience too, like the story that it tells whether you burn or not is incredible. So getting the opportunity to have your Merry Mods in your bark and go through that, that experience, because it's not just something that you click, it's an experience that you feel involved in. And like Tom had said, those decisions that you make that can make or break what you want the outcome to be. And I say break, but you know, it's all positive and it's all good fun, but 
um, you have attachments to these. And I think that's a, a huge, powerful point of all the IP that we're building. Well, there's a, there's a cold front coming in. So you can tell the kids you just needed more firewood if you got to burn that bark. Um, uh, though it's, it's sad because he, he is a, a sentient tree, right? Half dog, half tree type. Uh, don't character. burn By my way, puppy. <laughs> yeah, don't burn the puppy. Uh, there's, something, there's something twisted about that. But uh, if you look at the pin tweet, guys, um, on a lighter note, you get to see uh, a little bit of the cin cinematic trailer that they've done with Snowbow. And I know you got the comedian Fluffy to do the voice. And there's some really interesting like Easter eggs you can pick up and just looking at the trailer and see where they're interweaving some of the characters. So uh, take a look if you haven't. And uh, in the meantime, I, I, I want to pitch back over to Chris and talk a little bit about what we were hitting at before, which is you guys have done some like festive upgrades with Zed Run. Um, and, and as we're speeding into the future, I want to hear a little bit about what you've got planned. Yeah. Um, first off, I, I really need to play Mary Mods. I love, I love the fact that uh, y'all are so focused on the emotional connection and storytelling, which is super, super powerful. I'm a firm believer as a old creative and an old filmmaker as a story is king. So I love that. So I need to, I need to get myself a Mary Mod and, and have a play. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll start with the, like the 2022 before I go ahead in 2023, if that's all right. And just you know, talk a bit about the, you know, the uh, a gentleman here mentioned the bear market, which is true. I mean, it's a uh, after the highs of 2021, you know, we're, we're followed by the inevitable lows, you know, which is good. Um, you know, it is a bear market, but as as the gentleman mentioned, uh, for us the serious players, it's a build market. Um, you know, we're gonna stick our heads down and 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 keep building, and and what's gonna happen is. We're going to trim the fat of the industry, uh, of the ecosystem. And I'm talking about all the projects, all the rug pull projects will, you know, go away and, and the serious contenders will stay around. And of course, we believe, uh, you know, virtually human studios being the people we are and how long we've been in the game now. Uh, we're here to stay for the long run. But so the year for us has been it's been huge. And I'm just actually gone through a list looking at what we've delivered this year. I mean, we've, we, uh, we've, we came up with lending. So now you can actually borrow a, a racehorse for free, one of the first NFT lending programs tied to uh, our own token, a utility token, which was issued for us uh, by a third party, which is huge because this is just the beginning again uh, of having this kind of token in your ecosystem. Uh, and again, I mentioned I mentioned earlier in our talks, you only have to look at, you know, standardized web, web two games to understand what we are gonna be building uh, in web three. Uh, and you got games like Fortnite where, you know, you're unlocking these, uh, I mean, my son loves them, these V bucks, which, which are the, you know, the driver, the fuel of the ecosystem, right? The utility. So similarly, we're going to start building that into our uh, game mechanics and into our ecosystem where you'll unlock tokens, you'll use, you'll need tokens to unlock certain features in the game and so on and so forth. Um, we did a nice little test called May the 4th. So on May the 4th, we did a little, uh, you know, community test where you could race on uh, these special, you know, uh, they looked like Star Wars world tracks, you know, Trotoine, I think we ended up calling it. Um, which was a really good tester for what we we recently did was with what uh, a metaverse cup, which was kind of playing into the the World Cup, which is super 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 cool as well. So for anybody out there who doesn't know uh, what Zed Run is, it is actually a, it's a horse racing ecosystem which democratizes the ownership of uh, of horse racing. So you can own and build your own stable of digital racehorses. You can breed them, you can sell them, you can race them, you can win prizes. Um, we've also had some really uh, huge partnerships that we uh, did with NASCAR, uh, Budweiser as well, the official beer of said run, which again, I'd love to speak to because again, it just gives so much confidence that these big brands are coming into play 
with with us and, and, and want to be a part of the future which is which is massive so it gives us a lot of confidence it should give us uh, you know other builders and communities and and people who are are eager to get to web3 the confidence that we're going to get there uh, we recently uh, released racing 2.0 and i'll speak to that a little bit as well you know um, um, in terms of our key learnings these last three years you know we, we started off building a web3 product which is wrong what we should have focused on is building a proper game uh, a fun game a web2 product you know coming back and always being focused on its play first and earn second so again that kind of takes away that narrative and i speak about this a lot is instead of saying play to earn play and earn is way more powerful and is way more the space that we want to operate in it's an opportunity for people to earn if they wish to do so whereas play to earn is kind of forcing it we're trying to force people to earn which is not it takes away the fun um so but with this racing 2.0 we have progression xp so now your horses can progress it's again playing on heuristics from familiar games uh, and it's the start of things to come uh, we've had a lot of in real world events and this is what i really love about zed run and, and, and again like this emotional connection that uh, shay uh, mentioned about her project you know um bringing people together to race and seeing them not just looking at a race and, and like having you know having a punt on a horse or like saying ah oh, but having owning one of those horses which is what nfts do right that digital ownership it's, it's just now you have stake in the game now you're like one of those owners when you're at the real world races who sit up in the boxes and you know they tend to make a bit more noise than the people who are just there watching them um, so now you get to feel that real ownership which is really really cool and if for anybody who's been to nft nyc where we've hosted some events uh, I, I did one in Cannes. Uh, i was in florida a few months ago as well and there's been some in australia's that meetups like this is really the powerful thing because it's not just digital it's also real and i love that i love bringing people together i love that our project is able to you know create like one of the strongest communities in the space and really just have fun and there's a lot of positivity around it so um that's the long story short in terms of that like moving into 2023 for us just with everything said like again the focus is on fun the focus is on growth the focus is on uh, education i think I think we're in such a rush to be Web3 that we're, we're not there yet. Like, it's going to take time, just like we did with the internet, just like it did with mobile gaming. You know, again, you only have to look backwards to understand uh, where we're going and how long time these things are going to take. And, you know, I hate to say it because I've been saying it for four years. Uh, we're still early, but that's okay uh, because it's a great time to come in and actually have impact and come in and build. Um, so, like, again, our focus, uh, my focus, is to be on these kind of Twitter spaces to talk about talk about the, the potentials of these spaces to go and meet people not only at nft events but also at lifestyle events to really kind of educate the masses because what we need to do is actually you know build confidence and there's a, there's a quote which which says you know um people will not invest uh, time nor money in something they don't know know about right and so that's up to us all us builders and everybody in this room actually who's listening who's who's passionate about the space is you know each one teach one um that we can actually make a difference by by, um, by educating, distilling confidence, uh, and that's the way that we're gonna onboard the masses. So I still think there's, there's, there's time to go. I still think we're in web 2.2 maybe, we should go to 2.5. And again, we can use our projects, just as like Shay mentioned, she, she's, she's teaching her kids to mint and, and, and the understanding behind what that means and what a burn mechanic means. And I think we have to revisit and we have to be really smart when we build our projects that they have this kind of edu educational framework within them. So you take your user on a journey again, just UX, but it's like new UX because it's it's not it's it's got to be familiar, it's got to be heuristic to what we understand today. You got to meet the people where they're at, and then you got to take them on a journey. So uh, we're very focused on a play, uh, a free to play and earn model, 
which again, if you look at mobile gaming, it's free to play games like Candy Crush. You come in, time to fun, it's easy, it's, it's intuitive, you're straight in. And then the next step is on your journey through your experience to then show your user how to onboard them into Web 2.5 and into Web 3. Speaking, speaking of onboarding, speaking of onboarding. There you go. That's my rant. I'm done. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> you guys got like Tyson in, right? That was one of the first We got ones Tyson. That... We, got, we got some celebrities playing, man. We got uh, Zab Judo. Who, who onboarded Tyson? Like who onboarded the champ? Let no, me shake their hand. Look, he like luckily like we were and again I, I we were lucky as well like timing i mean we started building in 2018 man like in 2019 things took off because of you know and i i, I look at it again i look at what happened around us it was people it was nba top shots you know people sold his 5,000 days of summer uh for whatever millions i forget now it was like incredible right that really put nfts on the map nba top shots was a thing as well and then we came along with zed run and actually provided like true utility we were one of the first you know where you can actually do stuff with your with your um, with with your NFTs, right? With your horses, you can breed them, you can race them, you can sell them, and and you know, and, and you know, it's also a credit to you know uh, my co-founders as well. It, horse racing is a three hundred year old game that everybody understands. So it's, it's it's taking something simple, but then putting it uh, merging it together with some pretty complex technology. But then through that, you know, we've been able to onboard a lot of people. Uh, you know, Zed Run is a perfect example of actually a tangible use case of NFTs and gaming. It's easy to understand. It's not too overcomplicated. And we've onboarded masses into the play and earn space uh, just from that. You know, people who aren't even crypto enthusiasts are now crypto enthusiasts because of Zed Run and vice versa. So if you look at like our demographic, it's a wide mix of gamers, you know, crypto enthusiasts, investors, people who love traditional horse racing, people who just love traditional games. And then a lot of people came from from Top Shot and so on and so forth. So you're, you're very aligned here, and I knew Shay was about to speak up because Shay, <laughs> like that, that's kind of impact theories. I mean, it's in the name, impact theory. Yeah. They're they're making an impact. So like onboarding, educating, and stuff. Yeah. That's been about a, uh, as close to their cadence as you could get. Yeah. So Shay, you want to talk a little bit about that? Like, also, would love to hear like who's the most interesting person that you guys have onboarded, because. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to beat the champ. I actually was going to say I would love to hear how that conversation went with Tyson. And, you know, there's there's that privacy side of it for me to talk about the people that we've we've brought into the fold. But I can say that we've had some judges for our Mary Mod song contest that we went through recently. And, you know, that was Joel Madden, Mike Posner and Randy Jackson. And we were talking with them about that. Randy Jackson particularly went through our Mary Mods and we were going through the lore and everything. We were talking about doing the, the song contest and his exact words was, how can I get a piece of that? So, you know, it's, it's exciting to talk to people who, who are kind of estranged to what this is, but I really like what Chris was saying because the idea of educating people and, and meeting people where they're at, it, it's a big important part of what we're doing to take out scary words, I think, especially in the current climate, you know, moving away from NFTs and moving away from just financial gain. Like this is about entertainment. This is about changing the future of everything. Like medical technology can be on the blockchain, you know, our deeds can be on the blockchain. So when we stick so much and focus so much on NFT or focus so much on financial gain, we're actually missing a large chunk of what this could be. So, you know, jumping into in real life events or in our impact theory discord, we are very much about teaching people how to have a growth mindset. And part of what that is, is realizing that, of course, you're, you're not going to know everything, you're going to make mistakes, but learning from those mistakes and continuing to plow on. And then radical confidence too. my girl, Lisa Bilyeu, she wrote a book, guys, it's awesome. 
got to check that out too, called Radical Confidence, but it's about having the ability to continue to push into something, even if you're afraid, and you'll eventually gain confidence through the radical confidence of doing it anyway. So, you know, having that in our discord and just letting people feel comfortable asking those questions. And that's a, that's a big part of what I love about our community is it's okay to hop in there and be like, I am completely and utterly clueless and you will not be shamed for it. And that's part of what we have to do as a Web3 community as a whole. Like if you get in here and you're scared and you don't know what's going on, I'm happy to hold your hand and walk through it because somebody held my hand and walked me through it. And that's, that's a big part of it. And you do have to kind of handhold walk people through the process of starting a metamask wallet for instance and now of course we've got things like MoonPay and and other programs that allow you to use paper wallet but eventually people are going to learn on a deep level how to open those wallets just like opening a bank account or doing online banking that was all foreign at one point but now it's become common knowledge it's become easier to to facilitate those things because the user experience has been changed and graft, grafted and formulated and we've built the foundations of that. And that's what we're doing also in Web3 now. You know, you guys talked about, and I think it makes me giggle, heads down and bums up, as Dave said, we are building the foundation of everything to make people feel comfortable to walk in this space. And Impact Theory is very much about that as well. So I think that having like-minded people in a space like this together is, is a huge first step. I, I spent two hours on a Zoom the other day onboarding a, a new uh, a rapper into the space, and it was a blast. I mean, like, I love doing it, but it does take some time. You just have to, like, want to do it and care. And God knows if I'm going to do it again, I'm just going to do a big Zoom chat where I walk everyone through setting up a MetaMask. Seems easy. Well, enough. you know, we actually have something that our one of our CMs does. His name is Pags. It's called Office Hours. And, you know, it's literally people jumping in and getting a tour of the Discord or if they have questions about what an NFT is, what MetaMask is. And I do think that we'll largely eliminate that word at some point, just like we don't call the Internet Web.1 or Web.2 for a lot of people for social media. Like, it's just the Internet. I think that's going to happen. But for now, like, Office Hours. Hop in anytime in the Discord and, and check out Office Hours if you have questions. Like, that's what we're here for. Let's go. Now, Shay, I do want to take advantage that you have the mic and ask you, if you could summarize 2022 in one word, what would that be? Oh, God, that's, <laughs> I'm a wordy person. That's hard, y'all. Um, I think I would have to say, God, just a time jump. And I can say why. It's it's a time jump. I feel like we have blinked our eyes and the year is over. And through that time jump and jumping into the future of everything, we have you know, made some huge strides in a very short period of time. Like we'll talk about Project Kaizen probably later on here in this space. And in eight months, nine months, the things that we've built, like it's mind blowing. So it's just a time jump for me, 100%. Amazing. Tumultuous is the word I was going to use. <laughs> I think that's a good one too, and fitting. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course, you were going to use that word, Dan. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny, don't steal my thunder. Uh, Zach, I want to hear what Zach's word is. Zach's been awfully quiet on stage. You have questions about blockchain? Like, how big of a block can you chain without throwing out your back? Or, if you received that chain letter, how did you block it? And does blockchain taste better, barbecued or deep fried? <laughs> Luckily, you don't have to ponder these quandaries alone anymore because Blockchain Training Alliance is here to answer them and also train you in real world blockchain issues that will impact your business's bottom line and oriented future forward along the ley lines of the most important tech humanity has perfected since harnessing atomic energy. If you're into those sorts of things, 
Blockchain Training Alliance is a top leader in the field, counting among its clients IBM, Microsoft, Disney, Morgan Stanley, and many more, and offering a wide array of technical and non-technical courses. Whether you're a computer neophyte training for an incredible career in this new space, or a coding expert honing your skills, Blockchain Training Alliance will help you steer your ship home safely, filled with treasure. <laughs> Arg. So hurry and sign up for the Blockchain Training Alliance course that best fits your needs at blockchaintrainingalliance.com. Use discount code EDGEOF for 50% off and start your next block today. Yeah, I think I got my audio hiccup fixed. I would. I was going to kind of join you guys. I was going to say hurricane. This thing is hurricane. A whirlwind. <laughs> it was cyclone bomb. in every direction. <laughs> cyclone bomb. Well, it's not yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually curious. Why, why do you call it a hurricane? Is that, is that because of everything that happened at, at this final half of the year, or, or why? I mean, what I would say is that, regardless of which direction it's, it's headed, or it's always been going that way at breakneck speed, and, and really, it's gone in every direction. And, and like I'm saying, it's a whirlwind. It's every, it's cycling around. And one thing that is for sure is that it never slowed down. Ain't that the truth? What about you, Dave? Yeah, for me, I think from a personal point of view, I got to describe it as a blast. It's been the best year professionally for me. Like the people I've met, the learning curve. Like every day I wake up and just can't wait to get started. Like what we're building and we're still so early is just, it blows my mind. And I get paid to do this for a job. It blows my mind. So I used to work in banking and to be able to come into this space and meet the people that I have and, you know, not be scared to feel like an idiot and just keep asking questions and learning. And as Shay said, just go on the journey with other people and, you know, get to come and hang out in spaces like this. Like, honestly, I've just been having the best time. And yeah, the market's been bumpy and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I'm here for for the long for the long term. This is the future. And to be in now at the start, getting to to build and help shape where this goes and, you know, Tom's big picture thinking uh, impact theory around borderless entertainment. Like I just, I feel blessed. It's been a blast. That's how I describe Let's it. Let's go, man. I love that positivity. Let's bring more of that. Let's go. Hell yeah. Put in the work. Like, yeah, it's, it's cold outside. Let's burn some more bark. You know? Yeah. I'll, I'll fully agree that this has been the best year yet. The hurricane is not all bad or even half bad. Sometimes you just need to catch the breeze. And if it turns out to be going 120 miles an hour, deal with it. I, I'm fully on board. This is my favorite year that I've had so far. I'm going to have to echo what about that. You, Sorry, that's awesome. You guys are all bringing the positivity. And I, I love it so much because I agree with you too. And we're all surfers. And hopefully, you know, that hurricane just blows us all in the right direction. And I think it's going to because I'm, I'm there with you. It'll just hook us up with some wicked gnar for all surfing. Oh, Tom, is that waving to say I want to give a word or are you you piecing? So Tom, Tom <laughs> is now deep in conversation was. with his family. So I think he was just uh, clapping along. Uh, okay. No, that's all good, man. Uh, Tom always is, is the master of words. So uh, we'll have to get one from him uh, next time. But Chris, I, I, I want to hear, what's your word, man? Oh, so many good words. Um, I think roll, roller coasters is a good one for me because roller coasters are fun. There's highs and lows, but at the end of the day, it's all about fun and it's an excitement and joy. So um, I, I agree with the, a lot of the words that's been thrown around. It's been a great year. It's been an incredible year. It's 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 been a flash. It's like gone in the blink of the eye. And that's usually you know usually when you're having fun, time flies. And uh, yeah, you know again we've we've done so much and we've got so much more to come. So um, 
just excited and yeah again echo the sentiments love going to these events i've been to so many events this year which have been crazy and met so many like-minded people and so just enthusiastic passionate builders and and you know another another word or two words is or one word is early because i still really believe we're, we're so so early like uh, it's gonna take time to build this place but but with the people around us and the people i've met i just know that this is the future for sure um you know this technology is so powerful and again to shay's point it's not just about entertainment it's it's so much more like loyalty programs ticket sales you know politics voting being able to own your own academic and medical records on soulbound tokens fractionalized ownership through real estate and artworks you know um i've been i've been talking a lot about you know uh ai lately because i'm, I'm fascinated I was as just a thinking about that ai has gotten sick here at the end yeah it's crazy chat gbt dali mid journeys I mean that stuff is crazy and there's so much you know there's so much debate about the the copyright issues but guess what can solve that the blockchain right you get have you guys messed with lenza at all yet does anybody know what i'm talking about my yeah, entire the, the app yeah the lenza app. but <laughs> you give a, you give away your you give away those 10 selfies to the russian government i was gonna say i did profile ai and actually my pfp is one that was created by the ai based off of my pictures it's so, so good cool. hey that looks just like you i didn't i i was like oh somebody must have made that oh that's <laughs> great yeah i love the ai no, ai is crazy and it's, it's it's flying so um again we need to educate ourselves again that word education is key uh we actually need to educate ourselves and educate schools and educate the the young and what this what, what this stuff can do so I, I spend a bit of time doing that on the side as well uh, i'm gonna see if i can go find somebody who's like written out all the ais as a tweet so i can just like pin that up just because it's it's so interesting to explore but anyway danny i know we got other stuff we got to talk about <laughs> no it's all good I'm, I'm enjoying the conversation to be honest now i i just want to bounce off uh from the words and now let's look back and see who was the king of social media in 2022 what do you guys think can we get a consensus here or do you think everyone is just gonna Elon, shoot their shot Elon musk Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, that guy, he was hype. He's still, he's still, I think Snoop's going to take over though, apparently from this recent Twitter polls. Wait, wait, no, seriously. Uh, I see. I look away for like 10 freaking seconds and he does it again. That's how I feel. Um, you know, who's winning? Like basically I, there, there's a person in particular that I think did a really good job of, of like grinding and being very genuine and uh, like don't flame me for this if you're not a fan but nft god does these great posts on it's, it's literally like threads about making threads in social media but it's it's great it's great it's like really well thought out content i'm gonna have so. to actually agree with you on that note because i was gonna say broadly like there's a lot of people i know that are really grinding to to get their twitter going and like working hard to do it but they follow nft god's blueprint to do so and it's been successful for them so in that way i think that He's been the forefront of really helping a lot of people learn how to actually actively use this platform. Give that man or woman their flowers, you know? They deserved it. So kudos, NFT God, whoever you are. I know. Now, Zach, what do you think? Zach's like totally me. <laughs> yeah, definitely me. No, I certainly not that skilled at the socials. I mean, honestly, I was I was gonna say, like, I always love Snoops tweets they're, they're almost always really short and hilarious brevity is the soul of wit babe well, i think it was just it. yesterday you had he had a hilarious one like it is time to roll a blunt and then i think james blunt like replied and i was just oh my god 
It's like you don't know if those are planned. No matter what Elon does, Twitter can never die. It's true. It's just so. It's a giant meme in and of itself. Yeah, Dave. What do you, who do you got? Who's your Who's your Twitter king, queen? I'm gonna say it's definitely not me. I was new to Twitter at the start of the year, so I, uh, I'm I'm on board and, and digging it. But uh, yeah, I love um, Punk six two five nine or six five two nine. I always get it the wrong way around. You know, I think he he provides some super insightful stuff into uh, not just NFTs but just the Web three space more broadly. Um, yeah, I've learned a lot from him. So, I mean, what I find bizarre is that this this platform is free and there's just so much education and entertainment out there. Like every day you go on, something new is happening. Like I love it. It's it's so much fun. Like it's 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 become um, really instrumental for people that are serious about like networking, in my opinion, to like be able to find like-minded individuals and like jump into the conversation. Like that's that's the power and and i i really hope i hope everything gets turned around and this platform gets preserved because i frankly don't want to uproot and re like add everybody and all that nonsense elsewhere and like it, you know discord's cool but it's not it's not the same it's not the same type of engagement at all um and i just have a hard time thinking like this is the end for twitter like there's so many doomsday people and i just if that's my my prediction going into next year um, it's, it's that I don't think Twitter is going to go away. It might just evolve a little bit. I agree. I agree with you. All right. Now for me, the king of social media, I do follow one guy. It's not on Twitter though. It's on Instagram. He's called the Kings, the Kings letter. And uh, that guy is making audiovisual content about NFTs and Web3 in general. That the way he's onboarding people, uh, it's just it's just amazing. So I love I love the way he's doing things. And so shout out to to Kings Media. It's now Kings, is it Kings Media? What? How do you say? Yeah, that? Uh, actually, it's a uh, it, their his username is the Kings Letter with a Z. So it's the Kings with a Z uh, letter. Cool. Yeah, it's right. really good. I like I like what he's doing. All right, now let's go over to another question, guys. So what is something you used or discovered immediate and immediately made sense to you during 2022? What about you, Ben? Something that was explained to me that immediately made sense. Um, I, I, I honestly, the, the AI art thing, it was, it was so intuitive. And I sat down and I immediately got why it was cool. Um, and yeah, certainly there, I had a lot of questions, but I really do feel like some of the solutions now are so simple and the point and click stuff that I was like, damn, can't wait to see what we do with NFT land with this. I think my only concern was the concerns everyone had, which was like, if everyone can make art this banging, like, uh, we're going to have a hard time figuring out who the real artists are. But, uh, I, I think we've proven that, you know, art can stand by its itself and there's identity and story and things that really elevate things. So, um, I, I still am seeing really, really amazing people out there just cranking out content on the regular. And that, that fills me with hope and joy. Yeah. If I could add, add to that, um, it's, it's a, it's a huge debate that whole, uh, will AR AI replace us as artists? Um, I, I believe not. I think it's a tool. I think it's a tool that we can use to empower creativity and, of course, iterate faster. Of course, if you're looking to use something like Midjourney just to pump out a final product, I think there's obvious copyright issues that we need to uh, we need to solve and ethical issues. 
Um, but if you're using it in the means to reference something, just like you would photo bash or create a mood board, or if you're a co concept artist on, on a movie, usually you take photos from the internet and you don't really care where they come from and you draw over them, you know, if you use them in that way. So it's all, it's, it's all very contextual. Um, it's a, it's just a powerful, powerful tool. And what I think is really beautiful is it actually empowers people who otherwise couldn't to become creators. And that's, and that's one thing that I think is super important about, uh, you know, technology as we advance. And when we talk about a, a metaverse, what is a meeting, meaningful metaverse? There's this quote that always sticks with me. It's about, you know, empowering creativity, uh, fostering inclusivity and driving prosperity. Right. So like really letting everybody, giving everybody an equal chance to actually partake. Uh, no matter where you're from. So, I mean, tools like Midjourney, Dolly, they do that. But again, it, it depends if you're just spitting out a final product from it, then there's obvious issues there, which I think blockchain can solve through the metadata and tokenization. Like if every image that is scraped from the internet actually has metadata tied to it on the blockchain, then we can actually give back royalties and the perpetuity back to, to the original IP owners, right? So still a long way to go but these these kind of ai tools they they raise some serious questions which is which is really exciting and interesting yeah yeah i i don't necessarily think that when i when like what you what you said right the um raising questions is not necessarily a bad thing and i i do like it because those questions are to be answered in the future and most likely those questions are to be answered in a positive way so i like to think that and i do believe that's the way it's going to happen now I, Hundred percent, and then just to also, I think real art needs human emotion and human experience to really make it emotional and impactful. And I don't think AI is going to do that. So it's not it's not man versus machine. It's it's man and machine, just like we're doing now. We're using machine to have the space, right? It's empowering us to be more connected. AI is going to empower us to be able to iterate and create beautiful artworks. But it's still going to need a director and a composer uh, and a human who can actually put foundational, you know uh fundamental like learnings and concepts and, and and experience into their artwork so yeah i completely agree chris uh, at impact theory we've, we've got a, a handful of staff that have kind of just kick-started like a little guild that we're just playing and learning with this and you know we view it as people are able to augment themselves i mean i don't know how many people on the call have like a, a garmin or an iphone watch like this is already happening it's just a further evolution of that um, so to be able to tap into some new tools that can just even increase our productivity and our creativity even more. And one of our amazing artists, you know, he's actually so stoked about this technology from exactly what you said, Chris. It enables people that have never been able to draw to actually be creative. And as someone that can't draw a stick, man, I resonate with that to, to play around with this tool and actually be able to put something that's in my mind through text onto a page. Like It's phenomenal. It's so, so cool. Um, yeah, and I'm just super excited about what this space holds and what's interesting, Chris, and I love the fact that you're already doing a bit of work with this, is how do we help kids in the future get set up for this? You know, if people are just using it to cheat on essays, it, they're kind of missing the point. But actually, how do you embrace this and, and use this to move forward and learn about it and that kind of stuff? It's um, it's super interesting. 100%. Like, I mean, the calculator, right? When the calculator came out, wasn't that also a technology that disrupted the way that we learned things and, and did things? But now you're you're allowed to use a calculator everywhere, right? So again, we, if we, we look back at the history of mankind and and evolution of technology and evolution of innovation, these 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 things are always going to come, and we're always going to end up embracing them and got to have to learn to use them. But a hundred percent, like the the schooling system also needs to change. I think Shay actually mentioned something that kind of triggered something inside me, which 
which I feel and it's it's being having the voice to actually to speak up and ask questions. There's no such thing as silly questions, but we are actually taught from an early age. I mean, we I'm, I'm, I'm maybe showing my age now. I'm older. I'm from 80s. But, you know, it's a zero fail culture when you go to school. You're not allowed to make mistakes like and what do we what do we as innovators and builders do when we get out in the real world we make a shitload of mistakes it's all about making mistakes it's all about learning from making from your mistakes right so we actually have to change the narrative in the schooling system at a very very young age on top of that we need to introduce these kind of technologies at a, very, a much younger age like like minecraft coding in classes at fourth grade and so on which is which is happening the needle is moving but but we need to do a better job and we need more people um like us speaking about it and consulting with schools like and going and, and knocking on the door and just hey what are you guys going to do about you know ai and uh, on this stuff and so yeah 100% I, I think that i just have to piggyback off that too i mean I, i'm a parent so i have two kids and one of the things that i've always played devil's advocate with all of this is that very thing like thinking that it's going to cause a bigger divide from the people who want to put forth effort versus the people who already are putting forth effort, right? So yes, it's going to augment and build upon the people who are already doing the, the work. But I like what you're saying, Chris, because if we give the framework and the education to kids at an early age to show them that this is just going to enhance their capabilities if they persevere and if they still put in the work and if they still do the research, but that's and if they're not afraid to fail, I mean, my daughter is a perfectionist and she comes by it honest and we have to work with her a lot to show her that, you know, it's it's OK. You learn by messing up and you can evolve that. And that's still going to be true when it comes to doing things with AI or chat GPT or any of these tools. But I think we do have to continue to create that framework to let them understand how to work within those tools so that it doesn't become disruptive in a negative way, but becomes disruptive in the way that it shows them the path that they should be on. The, the I can hear my teacher in my head. Um, you won't have a calculator with you at all times in the future. And then here we have our iPhone. We might be telling the kids right now, you won't have AI to do all these problems for you in the future. And, and uh, you know, it, it's so funny. We, we learn habits and certain things from the schooling system that are hard to unlearn. But you do learn to take everything with a grain of salt, I feel like, when you get a bit older and, and find your own way. Uh, yeah, by the way, hey, Josh, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Josh? Uh, yeah, what were you going to say, Chris? Go ahead. No, no, no. I was saying uh, I agree. We do learn. Ho hopefully everybody learns that, to take it with a grain of salt. But but the, the thing is we can we can do that much earlier, I think, if we can disrupt and change the narrative so people aren't, you know, forced that we, we do live within this with a lot of systemic beliefs and systemic processes, you know. You know, you got to know what you want to do straight out of high school and going into college and picking a major and whatever. I mean, I don't even have a degree, so I'm not one of those people, but there's many of them out there. So we need to actually kind of figure out a way that it's it's not a, we're not in a rush we're not in a rush we have to kind of give ourselves time to find out what we want to do and um i yeah. love that there's, there's just like that conversation keeps going back so i have two small yeah. degrees small and i say small because you know they're they're both associates but i'm a licensed dental hygienist and i didn't become a licensed dental hygienist until my 30s and before that i did marketing and communication focus but i've changed my career path so many times and you can you can continue to change and evolve and find your path and figure out what you love and i mean the world changes you and it changes your perspective and your desires and your passions and now i'm doing community and partnerships like it's okay to jump in that whirlwind and let it take you yeah, no, uh, nothing's permanent. I believe that as well. Hey there, NFT space cadet. Let's zoom in on the globe from outer space today to Abbott Kinney Boulevard in Venice Beach, LA, 
let me show you a cosmic tech beacon that shines out among the bustle of fashion, art, and food there. It's a thriving software dev, data science, and design studio known as AE Studio, where scores of the sharpest minds have come together to help founders and execs create software and machine learning solutions that are not only profitable and increase our agency as humans, but that give us that warm, fuzzy feeling that elegant tech so wonderfully does. AE's breadth of talent allows them to build anything from instillvideo.com, it's a health, fitness, and wellness app that makes your chakras tingle, to award-winning brain-computer interface solutions that could quite literally bend our minds. Oh, and keep an eye out for Token Runners, their NFT white-label marketplaces, as well as our highly anticipated NFT drop, Boomer NFT. Now, for all you DGENs who strive to shed the cummerbund and pearls comes a jaw-dropping, awe-inspiring partnership not seen since the heyday of Shaq and Kobe. It's called Edge of AE Studio, and you can find out all about it at edgeofae.com. That's right, this full-service, soup-to-nuts, end-to-end, whole-enchilada NFT service can help you, yes you Randy, launch your NFT project. Edge of NFT and AE Studio have come together like Voltron to get your project in gear so you can hightail it straight to the moon, stardom, and maybe even your own private yacht. Go to edgeofae.com to find out more. That's edgeofae.com. Actual results may vary depending on moon landing location, domain of stardom, scale and model of yacht, as well as weather scale model of yacht or actual yacht. Yep, definitely. <laughs> that was an accurate silence over there. All good. I, I bet you were talking to yourself uh, muted, so it's okay. Yeah, we're pretty normal. <laughs> yeah, it happens. All right, I want to I want to jump over to the future now. And guys, get ready because you said you don't like one word, but guess what? We're going with what word, one word again. So, how would you define? 2023 in one word and why let's start with the new guest that we have up, up on stage josh krieger what do you think man what's up everyone happy holidays i i think 2020 are we defining 2022 or 2023 we did 2022 but now we're doing 2023 what's one word you would use to kind of define 2023 maybe it's your ideal word maybe it's what you see on the horizon however you want to you want to manage that yeah i i, I got i gotta just say co-creation you know i i think that uh and and i'll i'll i'd like to answer for 2022 if that's okay i i think i would love that i think that's great let's do 2022 I mean, too how would you one word i mean it it was miraculous i mean i had never experienced anything like 2022 in my life when it came to this convergence of human energy around disruptive technology. I, it, it, we were just reflecting on it um, at a dinner I was at yesterday, uh, the team, we were talking about the year, looking back at shows we produced, looking back at, if, if you look at back every single month of 2022, crazy stuff happened that could be like, you know, the headline for a year. And it happened over and over again throughout the year. I mean, it was pretty, pretty miraculous in uh, my mind. And in 2023, I think, um, you know, there's so much building going on. And uh, I, I I love being out and about in the LA community and, and you know, having been in Miami 
there's just so much incredible stuff being built that that uh, people have just not seen yet. Um, I had 18 meetings today, and and they're all there's people building amazing stuff that that I can't wait uh, to see what happens when it gets out in the world. Um, one example, um, because it was just such a special meeting um, today, I'm gonna pull up these guys um, and what they're doing, but. Um, all right, here, give me one second, guys. Um, That's okay. While, while you're doing that, for those that don't know, Zach and Josh are putting on NFTLA, and they're bringing Web3 in front of the faces of all those people uh, in the entertainment, fashion industry, everything. He's, he's going right to the source and onboarding directly. So we really appreciate you, Co, sharing this space with us. And um, as always, reminding everybody, NFTLA is coming up in March. So, so if you haven't grabbed your tickets, go go check it out. Yeah, so guys, check out DNA Block. Um, I don't know who knows about DNA Block yet, um, but everyone should know about DNA Block. Um, these guys have spent the last three years tirelessly building 3D animation content software that allows you to create worlds in real time. Um, it is just mind-blowing what these guys are doing, um, backed by Animoca brands like us. And... Um, literally it is the future of of creating they can turn like uh ideas and stories into movies in like one tenth of the time and budget that was required by people like steven silberg and uh real-time animation i mean this is crazy stuff and it's being built right now and it hasn't even been released yet so um and they're partnering with creators so so co-creation is my work that's a that's a cool alpha play there um how about how about you, Chris? I I, I can only agree that uh, I, I like to say uh, creator economy, um, but that's two words. But co-creation, again, uh, as I've mentioned, you know, looking at, at what made these games like Fortnite, Roblox, Minecraft so successful. You know, these are these are games, and now I'm, I'm talking about entertainment because that's where we specialize. So pardon that I'm not talking about other areas but 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 opening up and making your platform if you're going to really make a web3 entertainment project like you really want to enable and empower your community to build alongside you right and that's something that we did in the early days with zed in terms of uh, you know having an open api so all these amazing websites for for users could go in and build amazing tools for the game right but that's only the beginning like imagine then the next stage is having them being able to run their own tournaments and their own uh, races and, and creating their own horse skins and minting them and then also an economy that's fueled through that like uh, i really believe that uh, because of the decentralized aspect of of what um, you know tokens and, and nfts can give you know users ownership not only can they create but they can own these items and it can really drive prosperity as well so uh, it's really that next evolution of web 2 um just and it's going to just empower everybody like it's going to give back i think we were joking about it in the tech check before you know this is not a, this is not just about us as a business being able to sustain and and of course be successful it's about everybody who believes in us and plays our game and or is in our community that's involved you know the more involved you are the more it, it, it actually you know pays dividends to you as well so it's a new means of wealth distribution which uh, again is a very big concept but but i mean it's it's been amazing if you if you followed followed it as long like what crypto's done and what NFTs have done in these early days already. So and it's it's only the beginning. So super excited about that co-creation aspect and and creator economy. Love it, Shay. What do you got for us? 
So I actually started to type this into chat GPT just to see what it would say. And it's a very lengthy thing, but I'm going to go with the word innovative. I think that it goes with co-creation a little bit, but I think that this is going to be the year of the reveals of a lot of the innovation that's coming. I mean, Josh kind of hit on this with a lot of the meetings that I've seen and talking to a lot of the creators out there. This is just the beginning of that borderless entertainment that we talk about a lot in impact theory. And, you know, it's, getting ready to, I think, open the horizons for a lot of people because we're going to see some amazing things roll out this coming year from Impact Theory, I think from Chris's project as well, and so many more that are going to blow people's minds and make them excited about what we're building here and what we're doing and hopefully get them emotionally attached in the meantime. Yeah, excited about the Kaizen Dynamic PFPs. So I was reading up on that today. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that's part of the innovation. I think that's exciting for us. I mean, we haven't touched on it a lot, but you know, I, I think finding your digital identity is such an important part of the space. And part of what we're doing with Project Kaizen is to create those avatars that do you identify with them, right? And you go in and there's a personality part of it that helps you to kind of get into your mesh type and all of that describes what kind of character you are or your avatar is going to be. And then you can really customize it and mint and unmint different items on your avatar as you're really customizing it and making it your own. And, and you know, just the fact that we're now moving into a space where we can mint and unmint what we're doing, I think is super exciting and fun and just the start of Project Kaizen for one, it's there's many, many phases rolling out. There's a lot of really cool things happening there with Wallet Aware entertainment that helps to take in consideration the NFTs you have in your wallet to enhance the experiences you have in our spaces. So yeah, that innovation is exciting. Exciting for more, excited for more innovations and more and more and more. And I, I know I'm gonna keep seeing them from you guys. So um, Zach, I, I wanna get your word. My word is is exponential because you know we use things like math to help us describe you know that which is unintuitive to the human brain, and the exponential is how we you know, we use math to describe the positive feedback loop, which is that everything we build helps us build the next thing even faster and and taller. So, like an example here that we've been talking about is you know all these advancements in AI and how it seems like stuff's happening so crazy fast it's only going to keep happening faster and faster. Like every, every advancement in AI helps build the next one that much sooner. And, you know, the idea is that AI, once it starts improving itself, we're, we're on that hyperbolic graph chart up to the singularity. So yeah, you know, it's com compounding efficiency. It. It, yeah. Absolutely. We're going to, we're going to, AI is going to speed up human development and we will have elevated group consciousness in in one year right now <laughs> yeah. and so what else it means is that no matter what no matter how awesome the thing you've been working on is and when you do launch it or reveal it or, or drop it it's never the summit it's always the base camp you, it's it's a stepping stone for the next thing so you know keep the journey going and really the, the hyperbole doesn't have a top i love it dave what do you got for us what's your word yeah, what Zach just said really, really resonated with me. I think for 2023, the word for me has got to be execution. This year, we've been building so much stuff. And next year, it's really execution on releasing some of that stuff. Um, you know, what's exciting about working in this industry is it's all brand new. So Impact Theory set about building Project Kais. And initially, it was going to be a really simple PFP project. But as we started peeling back the layers of what it could be, this idea just evolved and you know the infrastructure wasn't there for what we wanted to do so we had to go and build it 
so that's what this year's all been about, you know, heads down building. And, and next year, I'm so excited to start releasing some more of this stuff out for our community. And, you know, what Zach was saying there is it's not just release and you're done. It's actually just the first step. And what we're doing with Project Kaizen is actually building modularly. So when we release first, it's going to be the avatar creation portal. As Shay said, you can go and digitally create yourself. And, you know, if it's Wednesday and you want to wear a different hat, you can go and do that mint and unmint as many times as you want. It's pretty cool. And then as we get further into the year, we're going to have that Kaizen world um, where you're going to be able to explore and, and interact and that sort of thing. And then further down the track, we'll, we'll go out um, to multiple people in that world. So, you know, yeah, next year, I think just execution on what we've been building uh, has me so excited and, and just, you know, gets me up. So uh, each day, just pumped. Really, yeah. Really excited. I, I love that, man. And, you know, it was an honor to have you guys on, on, on the podcast in our early, early days. And, um, you know, Zed was one of the first projects that really inspired me in terms of the potential um, of of this industry, frankly. Um, I just thought it was such a creative use of, of Web3 technology and uh, honor to have you guys on our, on our space. And one thing I just wanted to mention to everyone that might not be widely known because we haven't widely marketed it yet, but we are, you know, I, it's early alpha, it's, it's, it's in motion, right? Um, we are thinking about ways to um, support the building components of this industry um, that hasn't been maybe the focal point of of the conference scene. Um, you know, there's been isolated hackathons, but there hasn't been broader ones, um, at least not in LA. Um, so we are looking at that both from a creator economy perspective and then more traditional builder perspective. There's so many interesting no-code solutions out there in ways for um, creators that don't have a coding background to tap into software, like I mentioned. So um, if you are interested in the idea of, of joining forces on some sort of cool hackathon, um, please uh, DM Zach, uh, DM NFTLA. Um, let's have that conversation too, because this is the time to build. Yes, let's we are go. the builders. Danny, you're not getting away. You got to give me your word. I, I <laughs> you're not going to get well, definitely my word for the day, uh, for 2023, is going to be resilience. I believe uh, we're going to... You stole gone... my word. No, that's not fair. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not fair. That's I spent too much time with you, man. That's what happens. <laughs> All right, fine. Fine. All right, you, you go, and I'll come up with a new word, I guess. All right. Well, I mean, we've gone through a lot this 2022. Good things, bad things, regular things, everything, right? And I believe 2023 is going to be the opportunity to be resilient and to rebuild everything that we that we ha didn't have the opportunity to build before right so i'm really excited for to see what 2023 holds what the future holds for all of us so yeah that's my way now what about you man <laughs> yeah thanks uh I i'm gonna go with the ambitious uh because i believe the ambitious people are the ones that are going to shape the world here and so it's easy to fall into the trap of getting emotionally attached to the markets. And it's hard to decouple yourself from those emotions and, and hunker down and do what needs to be done when uh, it's much easier when everyone's winning and, and to, to fight that fight when uh, we're on the rise. It's, it's much harder to be in the trenches, in the dirt during the hard times. Um, so um, for those ambitious few, um, we're here to, to build and, and I'm excited to have you on the journey with us and we'll keep doing badass stuff. And then when the bull cycle hits again, 
you get to be the neener, 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 look at us, we're OGs. Um, and we know how everyone likes to flex that status. But uh, welcome for everyone who's early, as Chris would say. Uh, you're still early. If, if everybody's out and upset and, and down, now's the time to get in and double that. No, <laughs> not financial advice, but uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I believe Danny, that's I, another word, non-financial advice. <laughs> non-financial advice is not a word. It's a series of words. But yeah, point point made. All right, guys, we're coming up to the top of the time. Danny, what what are we signing off with here? All right. Well, we're signing off with a reminder that NFT LA is rapidly approaching. So that's another thing 2023 is bringing to us. Another event, another amazing spectacle with NFT LA. So if you haven't bought your tickets already, please do go by. You don't want to miss this experience. It's going to be amazing. More on that to come, more details to come. Stay tuned. Zach, what do you think? What are you what are you taking us with? Yeah, uh, same as you said, and I'm not even we're not even gonna give away any kind of details on it, but everyone who gets in on the like the current early bird tickets are gonna get a you know a special class of NFT ticket uh, once uh, once the event rolls around. Oh heck it comes yeah. with comes with every single perk that can accumulate from now until the event. Um, that's all I can say. I, I just know I'll, I'll give some alpha since you're going to be alpha selfish. Uh, there are some really amazing musicians I've talked to that are interested in uh, being in town and maybe put, putting some stuff on. So, like, uh, I get really excited because this is, like, the all of Los Angeles gets to be, take place, uh, part in this. So even, like, side parties and other things. You know, last year, Zuki had, like, a big shindig, and people were really excited about that. We want to encourage projects, you know, like, Come and let your freak flag fly, so we can we can celebrate your wins with you. All right, that's that's it. That's all I get. I, we end with the freak flag, and, and we get to sign off. Um, thank you guys so much for joining. Um, we will we'll love to have you guys back at some point, so we can recap where you're at. And then uh, I don't know. Danny's probably gonna send us off with some Taylor Swift or whatever else he has queued up on his iPod. You see, you, you spend too much with me, too much time with me too. So we know each other. All right, guys, <laughs> everyone, thank you so much for joining another session of NFTLA Twitter Spaces. Really, we're glad to have you all here. Throw up those one hundreds. Woo! <laughs> And of course, special thanks to our guest today. It was not possible without you guys. It was an amazing conversation. I really enjoyed it, and I'm sure everyone in the community did too. So, yeah. thank you so much. And, um, I, don't, I don't know if we did this yet, but I'd love to um, hear the community's uh, word for 2022 and words for 2023. If you guys want to. Um, reply with those uh, I, I'm, I'm super curious what everyone's perspectives are on uh, where this is all going oh that's a great one yeah yeah this is like throw it in the comments below guys we'd love to see it and um we'll catch you guys on the flippity flop all Peace right out. thanks everybody bye, bye. okay we've reached the outer limit at the edge of nfts today thanks for exploring with us We've got space for more adventures on this starship, so invite your friends and recruit some cool strangers that will make this journey all so much better. Out, go to iTunes right now, rate us, and say something cool. Then go to edgeofnft.com to dive further down the rabbit hole. 
The views and opinions expressed on the Edge of NFT podcast reflect solely those views and opinions of the show creators and its guests. We're learning as we go, just like you. Please make sure to do your own research. Our podcast is not financial advice. There are multiple strategies and not all strategies fit all people. You understand that you are using any and all information available on or through this podcast at your own risk.